Welcome to Inspire on the Go. This season, we are featuring stories of transformation. Each person has a story, and we want to celebrate what God is doing in the lives of others. As you listen to today's episode, I encourage you to think about your story. How is God working in your life? I promise you, He is on the move. Grab your cup of coffee and enjoy this episode of Inspire on the Go. Hey, sweet friends, it's Andrea. I hope that your day is off to a great start. It is so exciting to come to you today live from our Arkansas Baptist State Convention annual meeting. You will hear the noise in the background, but we can handle it. I am so thankful to welcome Sarah Mills to the podcast today. Welcome, Sarah. Well, thank you. I'm so glad to be here and to be a part of this with you today. Well, I have watched you from afar for a long time, and then we started having coffee together, and immediately we had a connection and a bond in so many different ways. Our love for the Lord, our love for women's ministry, but also just sharing life about being a mom and a wife and just balancing all the things, and so I'm so glad to have you on the podcast. Well, thank you, and our coffee dates are so special. You were one of my first friends when we moved to Conway, and I just felt a great ministry connection, and again, just life. Yes. Uh, Just a life connection, and so it was amazing. And I think we just have to start this podcast out by saying it's so beautiful to be real, you know, to just have those people that you can be real with and to share struggles and questions and doubts and, and to bounce things off of one another. And you are that for me. So I'm so thankful for you. Well, thank you very, Okay, very so much. for some of the people who are listening, maybe they've not had a chance to meet you. So tell us about Sarah Mills, um, a little bit about your background and where you are today. Okay, yeah. So um, I grew up in Arkansas. Uh, been a Razorback all my life. Um, Blue pig. Yes. Ministry <laughs> has taken us away from Arkansas, but just recently, the past three years, brought us back home. So we're so thankful to be back in the state. Uh, I'm a graduate of Washtenaw with um, Christian Studies was my background. So love for preschool and children's ministry was the starting point of ministry for me. Right. Um, and then Sean and I got married. He's done student ministry forever. And that's my ministry roles just kind of evolved like through some of his ministry roles and um so i'm currently women's in connections ministry for our church and that is just such a joy for me right now like i love doing that Yes, and you know, it's so neat to see how God's working in your church, Friendship Baptist in Conway, Valonia, uh, and just to see how it's God's moving. It's just so exciting, and so we'll get into that, but take us back to the beginning, how you met the Lord, a little bit about your spiritual journey. Sure, so like many people, you know, my story is is so special to me because I remember every detail of my story when I met the Lord. Um, I grew up in church, grew up in a Christian home, and I was this sassy little eight-year-old. One Sunday night, we had a special violinist come in and play for church, and not many people showed up for church that night, but I told my dad, I'm going to sit by myself. And he was like, well, all right, little miss, you just, you just go for that. Um, and I remember exactly where I was sitting, center, pew area, and the Lord just began to speak to me through this person's testimony and hearing him play music and talk about the importance of worshiping in the Lord mm. and what a relationship meant. And I just remember at that point going, oh, my goodness. Like, I need Jesus. And at that point, I did think, well, gosh, you were such a stinker to your dad because, (laughs) like, your 
they're looking around their room for him now. And, you know, I had to go find him. Like, I remember getting up and walking back to where my dad was and just looking at him going, Dad, I need Jesus. Wow. And so on the back pew of the church where my dad and I sat, like, he prayed with me at that moment. Um, you know, and I prayed to receive the Lord right there. Wow. And it was just such a special time. It was so sweet that I got to do it with my dad. Um, he's always been a spiritual giant in my life. So I'll never forget that moment. Um, and even as an eight-year-old, it was life change. Sure, absolutely. You know, it was life change for me. Absolutely. And then you grew up in the church. Was there a specific uh, spiritual marker in that journey early on in your you know, childhood years or teenage years that stand out kind of like this was a marker? Kind of moment. I really think probably as a sophomore, um, the Lord just really began to speak to me. I had done a mission trip to Brazil with our church and really just came back changed because I saw what they didn't have. And as a teenager, we put so much pressure on our stuff. You know, I still see it today with teenagers. You know, there's so much pressure on the stuff. But I really felt like on that time when we were away for like three weeks, there was no stuff. It was just me and the Lord. And I came back and thought, man, I want to be different. Like I want my life to reflect some different things and it just not be about the popular kid on campus and the stuff necessarily. And there's nothing wrong with any of those things, but I was not stewarding them well. That's a good word. And I had to change like the stewardship of those things that the Lord had given me in being able to share who he was. That's exciting. And, you know, we look back on those moments and they continually challenge us Mm -hmm. in different seasons of life and in different ways as we're just called to put Jesus first. And so I love to hear people's spiritual markers because it's almost insight into what their ongoing journey is like because God's just saying, hey, this is a stake that we're putting in the ground. And that challenges me because um, we were just in a a conference uh, where the speaker talked about sometimes our comfort can be the very thing that we're wanting to put first. if I didn't just confess that to somebody a week ago, it's like the Lord's putting a spotlight saying, yes, follow me past the comfort, follow me past, you know, all of those things. And so that's, that's a beautiful word. So when you think about just your life and the different aspects of your life, have there been some challenging seasons? And if so, tell us a little bit about those and how you've navigated them. I think, you know, ministry in itself is challenging. Um, Being a minister's wife, is challenging at times but I think really my biggest challenge but also greatest learning as a lady that's a little bit older in ministry now I'm not old (laughs) (laughs) y'all she's young we're all young (laughs) but um, we had just moved to Georgia Sean had taken a role as an executive pastor we had been there three months 10 hours away from home and my mom was diagnosed with ALS. And they said like the stage where she was with hers, it would progress very quickly due to some other health issues. And I was heartbroken. I had not made connections yet in our church, like where I felt like I had great friends. I was still like really struggling with that. Um, I didn't have a ministry position. Um, So I just felt like I was floundering in those moments. The Lord knew I didn't need a ministry position because my ministry was going to be to my mom and dad. 
And But I did remember questioning the Lord, like, why? Like, why did you bring us 10 hours away when I was only four, you know, before? And I remember going home and sitting on the porch and my dad just looking at me and he was like, sis, what's up? And I was like, dad, I can't, I can't do this. I don't know how to do this. And he was like, but you know, your mindset of what you put every day in your mind, it has to be Jesus because we can't do this, but he can walk us through all of the things and give us a peace as we walk through those, those really hard moments. And when I switched my mindset a little bit more and the focus of still, you know, not being that, how could you do this to me, Lord, the why, to, okay, like these things happen in life sometimes. And it was hard, but through that, I learned my pastor's wife had lost both of her parents. She came along beside me walked me through, championed with me in my hurt. And um, I really kind of felt like I had an Aaron and her friendship begin, you know, to develop through some friends in that, you know, very challenging season of maneuvering that. And I'll never forget, Andrea, the day that we buried my mom. I got to my house early and went in to find my dad and he was at his desk and I kind of snuck up behind him and I gave him a hug and his Bible was open and it was open to John 14 and he said pull up a chair and he said we're going to do our time with the Lord together today and I thought my goodness I hope that one day when situations are at what I would consider some of the very hardest days that my mindset is the first thing is I have to be in the word, you know, that that is the thing that I champion and exhibit to other people in life. Yes. Yes. And what a beautiful picture of thinking your story about your story, the eight year old little girl sitting Mm -hmm. with her dad and saying, I want to be saved. And then later in life sitting there and hearing about John chapter 14 and the peace Jesus provides. And I see why your dad is a spiritual giant for mm-hmm. you uh, in terms of his consistency. And, and then the opportunity we have to be that to others, that's really, really a beautiful picture. As you think about just what God's doing in your life, you know, thinking about the long journey and just the different ups and downs, tell us about a time when he called you to step out in faith. What did that look like? What was that call? You know, how did he prepare you? Just all the details around that. I think really it even goes back to right after like this whole situation with my mom um, when we got the call to come to Friendship. Um, so we actually were meeting with the committee um, the day the country shut down. And I remember Sean and I happened to like look at the committee when we were having that meeting with them and go, hey, we're going to have to hit pause for just like 30 minutes. Sean's phone was blowing up with questions about church that he had to take care of. Haley was on a spring break trip. We were trying to get her back to Nashville to where she was going to school. We were thinking, are we going to be able to get home? Like, do we need to rent a car? Like, there were so many things going on in that moment. But the Lord was with us that day. And then we got back home, and they called us, and they were like, hey, we want you to come be our pastor, but 
we don't know how this is going to currently work. <laughs> right. You know, but we began to talk with them and they were like, hey, I think we've got it figured out. They were like, you're going to come and preach to an empty room and then we're going to vote by an app called Election Buddy. <laughs> oh and my goodness. I, I looked at Sean and I thought, okay, this is the most unorthodox, like, process I don't I don't know like how is this gonna work I was so nervous um we did zooms for two weeks every night straight for a couple hours anybody that wanted to zoom with this could jump on and ask all their questions about us and that's exactly how we came to friendship but I was so scared Andrea you know I thought we're going to a church we haven't met the people they haven't truly you know met us even yet right and how is this going to work? Right. Yes. And the Lord was just part of every element of that and was like, this is where you're to go. This is what you're supposed to do. My first time meeting with my women at, as far as doing women's ministry, was through a Zoom. Wow. And so that's where <laughs> I began building relationships yeah. with them. So it was challenging, but it was also just such a special time of just trusting the Lord in the details. Yes, yes. And, you know, that really kind of set the tone probably for how you started doing ministry there. But, you know, COVID never, it did, it's not that it didn't impact your ministry there. It just changed some of the details. But you guys were moving. Y'all, God was moving. He was doing things. And so that was such a great season, even though it was a hard season, to see what God was doing at Friendship. And so that's a great, I didn't know that backstory. So that's fun to hear the backstory of that. So how about now? How do you see God working in your life and in your ministry now? What are some new things that are happening? I would say he's really stretched me on like really evaluating connections for people in church in general. Like what helps a family connect when they walk through the doors of your church? Like what does that look like? Um, And even for women, like what do they need? And I felt like, and you and I have talked about this a little bit before, there's that tension of a crazy busy wife, mom schedule that women hold and also spending time in the Word. And, you know, just kind of reevaluating how we do ministry to women is kind of where I'm at in this season. Um, You know, we're empty nesters now. Ty started school this semester. So it's just Sean and I at home. And so a lot of what we function and pour into is our ministries even more, you know, and that partnership that goes with that. So um, that's really where we've been. And it's been sweet. It's been a sweet time. And Sean and I have talked about, we hear people say, oh, it's such a sweet time in ministry. And it is. But sweet doesn't mean things aren't hard. Right. That's you right. know? Yes. Things can be sweet, but there can be hard things in the process. But I think it's looking back and seeing the hand of God. Yeah, and absolutely. that's where we're able to say, oh, it's so sweet. It's so good. You know, that he's carried us, you know, through that. So we're just in a sweet spot right now. That's great. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Well, I um, also want to mention that you have written a Bible study that's on the names of God, and you're walking through that with your women. And I know that that is a great blessing to them. And so I don't know if you were planning to mention that or not, but I want to mention that because God has really challenged you to step out in faith and do that. And it's so neat to see that you being obedient to his call in that. So I'm so thankful for that. Well, it has been a cool, it's been a cool process and it's been cool to see 
um, our women have just, they've loved it. And it's not anything that had to do with me. It was the Lord was provisional in meeting them where they were each and every week. And so it's been so good. So, and I've learned a lot through that process. Yes, I will yes. definitely do another one, <laughs> but it's been fun. That's great. Well, that's yeah. great. Well, we have one last question and we always end with this on our podcast and I can't wait to hear your answer, but tell us, Sarah, what inspires you? I could answer that so many ways. Um, I think what inspires me the most is seeing people understand how to study God's word. That's the thing I'm most passionate about is helping women learn how to study the word and what that means and looks like and for that light bulb to come on um, for them. And for some of them, they've been believers all their life, but they've never learned how to study the Bible. Yes. And so when those connections happen right now that... Oh, it just lights my fire. That's that's that flame. Well, uh, I think, you know, it's easy to see why everyone loves you and is so thankful for you. You're just um, a breath of fresh air. And so we are so glad to have you in Arkansas and want to continually um, connect you with women and make sure that they know that you're here to serve. And so thank you for joining us on the podcast. And we can't wait to see what God has in store in the future. Well, thank you for having me. Thanks for listening. I hope today's episode helps you embrace the full, free, abundant life that God provides. Don't forget to follow, like, and subscribe to Inspire on the Go. If you would like more encouragement to help you grow in your faith, visit my website at andrealennonministry.org. Come back next time and enjoy another episode of Inspire on the Go.